1: Broad's and Books, the podcast with one unique theme, four handpicked book recommendations, and two broads. I'm Erin,
0: and I'm Amy, and this is episode number four. Ride or die. Oh.
1: So I'm feeling a little bit better after last week. How about you, Erin? We were having
0: <laughs> we were having some trouble.
1: We were. I mean, the colds are full blown, but <laughs> I didn't hate the result. I didn't hate it either. No.
0: However, yeah, there were times where I was hearing what I was saying in my head. <laughs> I was like, that sounds weird. It sounds really off.
1: Yeah, but it does sound it off. turned
0: out wonderful.
1: Wonderful. Yeah. So besides obviously having the time of their lives... Yeah, our listeners last week uh, had even more thought-provoking questions for us. They did. They did. And lucky for us, it relates to the theme. So... God, kismet. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalized on that. Yes. Yes. And
0: so we are talking today about strong female friendship, hence the title, Ride, Ride or, or die. die. And people want to know what celebrity we wish we could be best friends with.
1: Yeah. This was very hard to narrow down. To me. <laughs> where
0: where'd you where'd you end up
1: i ended up with amy schumer wow okay yeah yeah i'm a big fan have been for a long time hilarious which is a prerequisite for being a it has to be funny i think she's intelligent i like her kind of you know i don't care attitude Mm -hmm. so i think she'd be amazing to hang out with in really any situation she's the type of person that you could have a heaves gate throwing up in the car on the way back from she Iowa sure City.
0: And she could make it fun. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or, you know, have a serious conversation about, you know. Anything. World issues. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like. Okay. Yeah. Well-rounded pick.
0: I like that. Okay. I was split between either um, being part of a Kate McKinnon, Aidy Bryant trio. Oh. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Or Amy Poehler. I mean... Both were on my list as well. But we both Mm -hmm. chose Amy's. Yeah. Oh. I will say that's not necessarily something special because the year I was born, it was the number two most popular name in the world, or America. I'm not sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not much difference, right? I mean...
0: I imagine probably America.
1: (laughs) I'm going to go with, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh.
0: So, yes. So, both of them being named Amy isn't necessarily. Y- well, you know. I mean, we'll take it anyway. I but anyway, yes. Yeah. 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 The point was. Okay, Kate McKinnon, AD Bryant, oh. both of them brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think the three of us together, we would get some shit done.
1: Oh, I believe it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Then Amy Poehler, I
1: mean, come oh, on. Oh, yeah. Again,
0: like Amy Schumer, she can hang. Mm-hmm. She is super intelligent. She is, she's uh, very ballsy. Mm-hmm. She's broad. She is broad. Yeah.
1: She's had her hand in a lot of great TV shows, she too. Has. Yeah. So I can see that as being a great pick. I agree. Yeah. Kate McKinnon was on my list too because Mm -hmm. that just seems like a great time.
0: Erin and I both really liked the movie The Spy Who Dumped Me Mm -hmm. with Kate McKinnon and Mila Kunis. And yeah, I mean, international espionage, dying, all that kind of stuff, but still having a hell of a good time. Great time. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was definitely on my list. Mm -hmm. So the other thing that listeners brought up besides who we would want to be (laughs) friends with is they're interested to know how we met. Oh, yeah. Get ready mm-hmm. for the
0: story. So mm-hmm. here's where I was starting from. Okay, well, both of us. Okay, mm-hmm. so we were both members of a local writing group, mm-hmm. and this local writing group put on a retreat, uh, an annual retreat in a, um, uh, in like in the autumn, mm-hmm. and in a what seemed like an abandoned hotel. It wasn't, <laughs> but wow. it kind of felt that way,
1: murdering <laughs> because it
0: was off season, and mm-hmm. so we had the run of the place. Mm-hmm. But there was a uh, a presentation during this uh, event and two things to know about me one i get real pissed off at people who are being disrespectful Mm -hmm. when people are presenting Mm -hmm. one way of being disrespectful is uh rummaging around in a bag of chips (laughs) (laughs) putting some on your plate eating them very loud and then going back to rummage for more from the bag of (laughs) chips put them on a plate eat them really loud continue (laughs) rinse and repeat that's one thing to know about me. The second uh-huh. thing is that I have a shit poker face. Like, there's mm-hmm. just no hiding Mm-mm. what I'm feeling. In fact, I work remotely for my company, which is probably why I've kept my job. Mm. Because people see the looks on my face, they're <laughs> going to boot me real fast. Yeah. 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 So those two things are things to know. And then maybe, you know, w- what do you think, Karen?
1: Well, so in this story, yeah. also what you should know about me is the same two things <laughs> the food one it's really (laughs) hard for me
0: yep let's grab 10 chips Mm -hmm. put them on a plate Mm -hmm. eat them get up go get some more chips Mm -hmm. yeah
1: Uh yeah other chips right like the ones chips that i already had on my table right right. not enough not enough
0: let's not worry about the people who are presenting
1: right and doing a pretty good job yes and i was enthralled i was watching this presentation and my blood pressure was hitting the (laughs) top
0: because all (laughs) i could hear was this chip crunching yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: that kind of sounded fun that was it that was not that was not that was not not so naturally i'm a little bit in shock mm-hmm. and i start to look around the room like is this happening and at that point <laughs> <laughs> i saw one other person who was as annoyed as i was yeah with the chip fiasco
0: filled with rage mm-hmm. letting it be known on my face mm-hmm. as much
1: as i thought i was keeping it in you weren't i was not. no no your face was a <laughs> dead giveaway but i'm glad because from that point on i knew yeah that you were going to be my ride or die.
0: That's right. Erin <laughs> told me later, she said, she saw the look on my face and she's like, that one, that one right there. She's going to be my ride or die.
1: I need to know that one <laughs> because she's infuriated by these chips as well.
0: <laughs> but really, who eats chips in a presentation? Exactly. Exactly. And grabs them one by one, pretty much.
1: Yes. Yeah. In the crinkliest bag in the history of bags. Yes.
0: So listeners, the moral of this story is, first, don't do that. No. Second, again, don't do that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Third, if you see someone who also cannot, you know, keep their face in check, that person's going to be pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Ride or die right there. Ride or die. Grab it up. Yep. Yep. <laughs>
0: So that's how we met. Yeah. And that was, what, a couple years ago now? It was, yeah. 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 And then, what was it, like six months ago, Erin mm-hmm. had the idea, hey, Amy, let's do a podcast. Yes. And it was like, in.
1: In, all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I really didn't have to tell her much. I don't even think she knew what it was about. No, I She was I already mean- in. <laughs> it's like, that's fine. <laughs> if I had come back with like... 1800s dress styles <laughs> multiple episodes we could
0: talk about that i mean let's talk about corsets okay for a while all right yeah
1: yeah see or this maybe. is what i'm saying about a ride or die exactly in all the following way. where you lead you yes. know yeah i appreciate mm-hmm. that
0: you got it Aaron. yes all right yes Should we talk about some books now? Since that is what we decided to talk about, not Victorian dresses and corsets.
1: No, I know nothing about that. No, I
0: I don't either. Except (laughs) that apparently (laughs) you can't really breathe when you wear that stuff. Yeah. So not cool. No,
1: not cool at all. Yeah.
0: Mm -mm. Mm -mm. So that's a good way to... Dive into stories about female friendship. Yeah. Should I go first, Erin? Yeah, do it. Okay. All right. So I want to say first that it was kind of hard to find stuff about this, which I I reached out to Erin like about a week ago. I was like, Are you having a hard time? And she's like, Yes, I am, actually. And it seems like maybe it's because in a lot of books, women are sort of pitted against one another, Mm -hmm. you know, their competition. Um, outside books, reality shows, ladies mm. at each other's throats, mm-hmm. not really thinking about or not really focusing on the friendships. Yeah. But when they do, it's glorious.
1: Dynamic.
0: Yes. And that doesn't stop us broads. We don't stop at a challenge. No. We take that challenge I was and we like, say, oh, no. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is too important of a topic. Too I'm important. Almost... Not let it go. Dog <laughs> with a bone or rude lady with chips.
0: <laughs> Damn you, rude lady with chips. <laughs> So what I chose (laughs) was a book called Stray City by Chelsea Johnson. Mm. This was published in 2017. And this is set in the late 1990s in Portland, Oregon, before Portland became sort of Portland, Mm. Mm Portlandia-type Portland, right? Um, And Andrea is 23. She's an artist. She's a lesbian. And she's kind of a self-proclaimed refugee from her strict rural Catholic family from Nebraska. Mm -hmm. Um, And the plot is really unique because Andrea's broken up with her girlfriend, um, and she's drunk, she's in pain, she hooks up with a guy. This guy's name is Ryan. And it's something that she keeps secret because, you know, being a lesbian is part of her identity. It's part of this group that she has found and and really become part of. Mm. Um, And in her and her friends' minds, bisexuality doesn't really exist. So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, fraught with stuff. And she keeps developing this friendship, this sexual relationship, and she gets pregnant. Oh. And she decides to keep it. Wow. Which sets off a whole series of events. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I loved so much about this book. I love the timepiece. I love the music about it. In fact, Chelsea Johnson set up a Spotify playlist of her favorite songs around this. It was amazing. Fantastic. Um and it's filled with all these weirdos and artsy folks, just my jam all the way. Yeah. Um, and in a nice flip, like being queer is sort of the standard in this world where mm-hmm. like, you know, in a normal book, maybe it's heterosexual is the standard right, and, and right. you know, mm-hmm. so that's a nice sort of flip. But why I chose this is this depiction of this female community of friends. Um, it shows this, this sort of full scope, both negative and positive, of strong female friendships, especially when it's based on an identity. Like all of these women, they identify as lesbian. They have come to Portland to be, you know, free, to be part of this community. And they grab on tight to each other, sometimes because they've been kicked out of their families or they've been made to feel, you know, other in some way. Mm. Um, And in fact, there's a quote, they say they are refugees of the nuclear family, secret agents in our homes of origin, but full citizens here.
1: Ooh, I like that.
0: And they're all strays. In fact, that's why it's called Stray, Stray City. City. Yes. Oh, yes. Nice. In addition to having a cat, I mean, there's yeah. got to be a cat, and there's good cat.
1: Oh, whoa.
0: Yeah. There you go. You had me at cat. Right, because we know that Aaron <laughs> loves cats.
1: <laughs> Definitely allergic. Bring them on.
0: <laughs> Hence the reason why Podcat goes straight to you Love every state. time. Yeah. Um. So because they've defined themselves as outsiders, um, when Andrea experiences this relationship with Ryan, it sort of throws her friendships into question. Um, You know, and the the question becomes then who really is with her for her as a friendship and who is with her for convenience, for this identity. Um, And another really amazing quote, it seemed in our urgency to redefine ourselves against the norm, we'd formed a church of our own, as doctrinaire as any, and we too abhorred a heretic. So... It's such a great read, It's, and I say that based on plot, on the writing, Mm -hmm. but it also really gets you thinking about friendship. Like, what is the basis for friendship? How can friendship survive? And some Mm -hmm. of her friendships are tested because of this relationship, but then some are deepened in this really amazing way.
1: Yeah. So it's good, good stuff. Sounds awesome. Yes. I like it. Go for it. All right. Well, my first fiction pick was Little Fires Everywhere Um. by Celeste Ng. Mm-hmm. And this is actually her second book. Um, she's an American author. I fell in love with her first book, um, not necessarily for structure, that it's that unique in that way, but really for the way that she attacks family dynamics and really dissects the personal and private elements that make up a family. Mm -hmm. I think that's one of the aspects that makes her novels really compelling. So um, partially I picked that and I'll talk about that relationship in a minute, but because she's so good at really looking at relationships and getting down to the heart of why it works or why it doesn't work. uh, This book we're introduced to the Richardson family. They're four children, Trip, Lexi, Moody, and Izzy. And when the book opens, we find out that the family home has burned down and Izzy is missing. So the story then backs up from there and works back to this day, basically character by character. Okay. So you're finding out all about this family through the eyes of each family member. So we quickly find out that there's also another family involved, a single mother and her daughter Mia and Pearl Warren. These two families, they're intertwined immediately because Mia rents a home from the Richardson, their mother has a, a property that she rents out, and Mia rents that house. So right away, they're kind of together, and the kids are close in age, so they become friends. A um, lot, of, lot of layers to this book, a ton of relationships. But the reason that I picked it for this week's theme is because as we learn more about Izzy and Mia... You quickly realize that they're symbols of what having someone's back really means. So they're both examples at two different ages. You know, one's a single mother; one's you know still in high school. And what they both have think that friendship means, thinks that family means, um, is very similar. And they're almost kind of ostracized because of how they view it and because of the fierce loyalty that they have. And so I think that their relationship's really interesting. And I think. They're just the type of people that you want to get to know better. They're the type of people you want on your team and they're illustrated so well in the novel by everybody else around them that Mm. doesn't have the same feeling. So you have examples of not, you know, what on the surface is supposed to be great female friendship, but in reality isn't. And then you have this example over here of a true ride or die. Like I got your back no matter what. Mm -hmm. So the plot, the subplots, all of it make the story really interesting, um, I think it has that stick with you factor. You know, you can read it really fast, but you think about the characters, you think about the relationships. Um, you kind of feel like you've been each of the female characters at different points. Oh, so, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. You don't identify with just one. Cause you know, you feel like, Oh, you've done, I've had that experience yes. or I've done that, you know? Um, this is actually being developed by Hulu as a television series. Really? Yeah. So I'll be very interested to see how they how they do that because it's a very definitive story. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see how they spread that out. But
0: do you think, um, judging by how it's written and in the plot and everything, do you think it'll translate? Well?
1: I do. I do. Yeah. I think that it's a you're kind of telling a universal story, yeah. right? The friendship, relationships, what works, what doesn't. It's something obviously, I mean, we struggle to find examples. I think it's right. people struggle to write about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. But when it's done well, man, it's magic.
0: Absolutely. So yeah I, yeah, I
1: loved this book. I thought it was fantastic. I think it's definitely worth a read. And even just for the plot, you'll like the story. But I think there's a, a really great message there about Female friendship. Uh, Ride or die. Ride or die.
0: Yeah. You know what I noticed, too, when I was trying to think about stories to choose for this was – there, there's a lot of like sister relationships or family relationships. Yes. And, and that's all great too. But when we were trying to focus in on, you know, non-related mm-hmm. friendships,
1: you know, the family that you might choose, that, that was a difficult thing. It was. Yeah. yeah. And it makes me think that really what needs to happen is every library needs to make a ride or die shelf. Oh my God. Can you imagine? And just needs to be filled with strong female friendships. Fill it up. Fill it up. Yeah. And if you want us to be part of that project... I mean, we
0: wouldn't say no. No. I'd
1: go to com. Email us. <laughs> <laughs> We've
0: made it very clear that we are ride or die. Yeah. So if you're going to commit to that, we are ride or die. die. Yeah. Like, you won't be able to get rid of us ride or die. That's exactly you it. You say
1: you don't want it, but you want it. We know we what's really best for do. you because we we're your ride so or die.
0: Much, And I'm sure that we're making a really good case for us being involved. In a library or business project.
1: Who doesn't want intensity. a
0: stalker?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Highest form of flattery. A stalker.
0: They're really into it, but like really, really into Do it. it yeah. yeah, that's us.
1: Yeah, that, that is the definition of us. Yeah. I like it.
0: Excellent. Yeah. You know, I've seen that book a lot of places. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't quite sure if it was worth it or not, but mm-hmm. it sounds wonderful.
1: It was. It was yeah. very good. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Mm-hmm.
0: all right well now i'm gonna shift away from fiction Ooh, go to non-fiction non-fiction yeah okay and my pick uh for non-fiction is girls to the front the true story of the riot girl revolution Ooh. by sarah marcus i feel like i should have saw that coming <laughs> My first thing I was going to say was, as Erin knows, <laughs> and all, as all of you soon will, I'm kind of obsessed mm-hmm. with music, mm-hmm. with this era, mm-hmm. um, particularly punk music made by women. Mm-hmm. So this book that tells the behind the scenes story of the Riot Girl scene, both mm-hmm. the music and then the community that sprung up was definitely my jam. Um, I like it. And briefly, in case you are too young oh. to, oh, oh dear, to, to remember this. There was a a smallish scene of women-led punk bands from Washington, D.C. and the Northwest that burst into the scene starting in 1990 with the band Bikini Kill. Um, And a group of bands joined them, including Bratmobile, Heavens to Betsy, later Slater Kinney. And they were loud. They were raw. They sang about pushing back against all the rules that said women should act a certain way. Um, but here's where it got super interesting and why I'm picking it for this week. So Kathleen Hanna is the lead singer for Bikini Kill, and she was very upfront in the fact that she wanted girls and young women to take their music and then to start some real shit mm. outside of music. Um, she wrote zines, uh, calling out all the bogus crap laid on women. Some of the best things are where she would take magazine ads and, you know, cut out images of women and then draw, you know, stupid things around the slogans. Oh, and cool. Yeah, Fantastic. Um, And she encouraged the girls listening to her and attending shows to write their own zines, to take their own, you know, messages out, uh, to talk about these tough things. And in fact, at shows, um, she called girls to the front of the stage, hence the title of this book, Mm -hmm. um, and made a safe space for them to enjoy the music as friends, as comrades, as fans. And so this book talks about the music scene, but also what happened next. All these groups of girls uh, around the country coming together into groups um, that were loosely known as Riot Girl. Um, and they came together to talk, to be friends, to be partners, to be revolutionaries in a way. Um, you know, girls, kind of like what we said, girls are taught to see each other sometimes as competition, mm-hmm. um, to, you know, to, to fight against each other for some sort of resources. Right. Um, and Riot Girl, these groups, they encouraged girls to lean on one another, to lift one each, one another up, mm. um, to be friends and to remember what it's like to be a girl before all the shit that the world lays on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. Um, I I won't spoil, you know, what happens, especially if you're not quite sure, you know, about this scene, but it's also fascinating to see how the media treated these friendships and the book really gets into that, how immediately they started, they saw this scene, they saw this sort of fad that they named it right and they pounced on it, but also started pitting girls in little chapters against one another. So like, you know, playing out this whole dynamic across the media. So it, it became this just terrible, terrible thing. Um, the book is done so well. Uh, Sarah Marcus takes on this huge historical topic, does a, sh- a ton of research, um, and creates this really highly readable book uh, an account of this time. And I think it's going to appeal to music lovers, um, to historical buffs, to young and old women, and to men. Men's. Get in on this.
1: Men's. Men's.
0: <laughs> Read this book. <laughs> Learn about... The music of the time and what your historical men's did wrong. Yeah, learn from it.
1: I like it. I like yeah. how you made men an arty plural <laughs> world a double plural word. Semi roll. I love it. Yeah, I love it because I'm your ride or die.
0: <laughs> it's never going to get old. No, no. Maybe for the people Maybe listening, for the people but not listening for us. like Jesus
1: Christ, stop saying ride or die. <laughs> We get it already. You're so clever. We are. Yeah. Thank you for saying it. Yeah. We agree. <laughs> I know. I see your sarcasm and raise you sincerity.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Erin, wow. wh- right. what what you got?
1: Well, you maybe should have saw this coming from oh, my earlier comment. Yeah. But my book choice is the girl with the lower back tattoo. Oh God. By Amy Schumer. I should have seen this coming. I was not I was not
0: thinking. I I apologize. I know. I you
1: know, actually the two things happened independently and then I was like, oops, oops, oops. Or was it oops? Kind of like how
0: I chose two books dealing with the nineties and the music scene. Mm. Oh boy. Was that an oops? I don't know.
1: You'll never maybe. (laughs) So this is a series of essays written by Schumer um, that's combined together as a memoir. They are hilarious, and they range in topics from her childhood to what she would like said at her funeral. And you know that I love a good humor essay. I love humor in all of its forms. You do. Yes. And she's fantastic at that and never shies away who sh- from who she is. But I think what is fantastic about this book is that she really strikes a chord between poignant storytelling and and hilarious antidotes. Like she's able to put humor in situations that are crushing and very much a part of who she is, but in a way that makes you feel closer to her. Not like she's not you know, trying to keep it surface level like some people do with humor. Mm-hmm. She really is using it as a way to bring you into her life. And so it's a really interesting read. Uh, it's a really quick read. And you can read them all independently of each other. Each of the essay is met. I mean, you learn things about her that come up in other essays, but you could, you know, flip around if you wanted to, mm-hmm. if you didn't want to read it all in a row. Um, and really, you have to buy it just for the title because. Yeah. <laughs> genius. So the reason that I picked it for Strong Female Friendships uh, is because Schumer does a great job in this book of recognizing and giving credit to women who have helped shape her, particularly in her career. She expresses her want to have more and more women excel in comedy and be given the same access and opportunities as their male counterparts. And she gives a lot of personal examples of people that helped her and where she kind of learned um, how to differentiate that? Like, how are you a female in this really male dominated mm-hmm. world? And how do you make a space for yourself, but still be true to who you are? Right. You know, not give in to what they want. So, you know, I had a weird sense of pride as a woman when I finished her book, which is, you know, for That's you know, fantastic. Yeah. yeah and you, you don't, don't really often <laughs> associate that with her, but yeah. Yeah. You feel like, yes, you know, she's one of us, like this camaraderie with her. So, obviously i feel like we're best friends now obviously
0: i I I think you might be i think we
1: are yeah Yeah. i mean she might not know it but i did send her that half of my best friend necklace so maybe (laughs) (laughs) so it could go either way either i get the half back or restraining order Yeah,
0: and really you know both are a sign of friendship i mean you don't take a restraining order and, and just accept that
1: like no. we're best friends. No. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, no. no. Yeah. I will fight back because I'm your ride or die. So why would you do that?
0: <laughs> One thing we should maybe emphasize is when we say ride or die, it should probably be a mutual ride or die kind of oh, friendship. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it won't get there, Erin, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, consent. Like,
1: right. Yeah. Right. All right. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. fair. That's okay. fair. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. I'll be crushed if it's a restraining order, but that's fine. <laughs> I'll work through it. <laughs> um, I also listened to this book as an audiobook after I read oh, it. Oh, was
0: it, was it her yep. reading it? Okay. Yeah,
1: and it was her reading it. And honestly whole different experience really yeah just brought a whole nother level of entertainment to it because she knew the stories you know so she was great at telling them but and she's a great storyteller anyway so that's another if you um maybe don't feel like reading it i would recommend it as an audiobook fantastic so help with a little car trip if you got one coming up
0: i do like that um yeah even watching inside Amy Schumer, I would mm-hmm. sort of get a sense that she was bringing her friends in, and and often at the end of like the season, they, she would have Bridget Everett come in and do her thing. So it's really cool to hear that
1: mm-hmm. she's prizing
0: that female friendship.
1: Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. You can tell it's important to her, and she thinks a lot about her mark, and she doesn't take her success lightly. Like, mm-hmm. what am I going to do with this? It's not just about the fact that she's made it; she's achieved some of her goals. You know, she's obviously making great amounts of money it's also about what can i do in this industry to help other people and how can i bring more women to the forefront because they're hilarious god
0: love her even more
1: i know you should yeah she's fantastic maybe
0: i'll send her a best friend locket too and then she'll have to choose
1: she'll have to choose between us Ooh, what if the restraining order was me you (laughs) and broadson books we would publish it on the website we would
0: we would be like look badge of honor (laughs) We made it, Aaron.
1: So made it. Gosh, I don't know. That could go either way. Oh
0: boy. It could put a you know damper in some of our plans, but or it could not. It could blow us up in ways that we don't even know.
1: Yeah, right? I mean You know what? We'll just ride it out. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do oh something God. else with the That looked time. real painful did, too. Did not work. Did not work. I, I wanna like, blame I wanna blame the cold and it's not there. <laughs>
0: No, that was just you like halfway through trying to figure out what, what am I
1: saying? Like what? <laughs> Oh, no. Okay. Shouldn't have gone down this road. Whoops.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. Well, mm-hmm. amazing. I haven't read that one. I wasn't quite sure if I was interested or not. I didn't know it was all essays too. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be a memoir and I'm sort of suspicious of people that are like our age that are doing memoirs. I'm like, right. come on
1: already yeah, yeah. no yeah. It, it's it's I mean it's definitely sold that way and the essays all kind of culminate but okay. there's different topics and the way she covers each one is very it's unique and it's comedic in its own right so yeah it's a good it didn't have that same feeling of like oh, I've lived my life and right you know that tut- and now me- I shall die
0: because <laughs> <laughs> I'm done
1: <laughs> I was literally just gonna reference the tootsie roll owl because that's so relevant.
0: How are you going to work that in? <laughs> like, why? Is... I was like, wise old Al? <laughs> so, here's the thing. <laughs> this week, we don't have colds. No. <laughs> is the tutorial Al even wise? He has to eat the whole tutorial.
1: Tootsie Roll popped to get there. I don't know. Oh, God. Anyway. Scratch that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. I don't know where you were heading, but I, I was going to i was gonna be there with yeah. you. Yeah, now I can't get it out of my head. No. <laughs> I thought when you started talking about Tootsie Roll, I thought you were talking about the song. I was like, where, where are we going? That's my other pick. <laughs> the Tootsie Roll song. I never even understood that song. What does that mean? <laughs> duh, duh, tootsie Roll. Let me see you what does that means. I don't know. I think it's a wordplay of some sort.
1: I think so, but it doesn't yeah.
0: work. It doesn't. No. You really shouldn't question 90s hip hop, No, just, right. just, let it just let it happen. should have just let back yeah. off. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I want to emphasize that we don't have colds this week. So maybe oh. last week, just us being randos, is just normal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to have to own it at this point.
0: That's fine. I'm okay, okay. with that. Yeah, I'm all right. All all right. I'm over it.
1: Yep. Whew. Okay. So pop
0: culture. Yeah. I mean, let's move on. Um, I was struggling to narrow this down mm.
1: because mm-hmm. there's
0: some good ones. There I was is. thinking Leslie and Anne from Parks and Rec. Oh, so great. I was thinking Abby and Alana of Broad City. Yes. But then I went down to Bridesmaids. The movie from 2011. I I almost put this on. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Well, and I figured when we were picking things, I'm like, oh, damn, I'm going to pick the same thing as Aaron. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Bridesmaids. First of all, you know, I mean, it's hilarious. It's wonderful. It like Mm -hmm. set up, you know, women can be funny. What? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Which was a duh. Mm -hmm. But. I love that it it really focuses on female friendship when mm-hmm. it comes down to it. Uh, you know the two central characters, Maya Rudolph's character, character, Kristen Wiig, they've been friends forever. They're now trying to weather this this new part of their life, which you know is a hard thing when you're mm-hmm. um, in a long term friendship. Um, and you know Annie's character, uh, Kristen Wiig's character, is struggling. Um, Maya Rudolph's character is not struggling. She's Like having you know it's going opposite ends. Mm-hmm. Then there's. There's uh, Rose Byrne as the competition, so good. the competing friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I think it delves into, you know, what happens when friendships um, either you come to an impasse of some sort. You have mm-hmm. to either <laughs> ride or die mm-hmm. or you have to, you know, break up, mm-hmm. I guess, mm-hmm. for lack of a better word. And I like, too, how, uh, you know, as much as Melissa McCarthy's character was noted for her Hilarity, mm-hmm. which is granted mm-hmm. and, and very, very true. I do like how she was kind of the one that kind of encapsulated, I think, the message of the movie. You know, that Annie's – Kristen Wiig's character is, is so down on herself. She thinks all of her friends have left her when really, you know, Melissa McCarthy is right there right with there. her six puppies that she stole. <laughs> Overcommitted. On Overcommitted. <laughs> <laughs> I'm regretting this choice. Yeah. Um. So, I. I you know, I – I love so much about this movie. Like mm-hmm. I said, all the funny moments, but really, when it boils down to the friendship, that's where it it can be touching mm-hmm. and and very very powerful.
1: Ah, well, that was also almost on my list, mm-hmm. as was another Melissa McCarthy movie with Sandra Bullock called <gasps> The Heat. Oh, <sighs> because that movie, I could, glorious can't get enough of. No, no, fantastic. Yeah. Um. So that I thought of Parks and Rec as well, Broad City, but I ended up. This is going to be a a random one for you. Ooh. Yeah. I ended up with a music group called The Pistol Annies. What in the what? Yep. It's a country music group made up of Miranda Lambert, Ashley Monroe, and Angelina Presley. So they first performed at the Country Music Awards. They all had their own careers, but they got together. They performed in 2011. And since then, whenever their careers kind of allow for it, they record albums together and release it as this group. But the whole basis is like these three women, no apologies, we're friends, we put these songs together. And the songs are catchy, but they kind of take on this reputation of just being kick ass, say exactly what you think, ladies, you can tell they're good friends. Um, Wouldn't surprise me if they released a song called Ride or Die, because that's the impression that you get about it. So my favorite song, they have a new album that just came out, which is why it was top of mind for me, is uh, the album is called Interstate Gospel. But my favorite (laughs) song on it is called I Got My Name Changed Back. (laughs) Which is really a hilarious take on a woman <laughs> scorned who says, wait a minute, I don't feel like myself. And the first step to getting that back is I'm going to get my name changed back. Love it. It is so great. Um, the writing is terrific in that song. So I, you could listen to it like 17 times in a row. Not that I did.
0: I don't think that's a real, yeah, statement that you didn't No, I did it 25 times yeah I I that sounds Mm -hmm. more like it (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: loved it (laughs)
0: excellent okay Mm -hmm. man you took us in a whole new direction yeah a band I know a music group
1: which is weird for me that's usually your category I'm feeling
0: like I gotta step it up next time Mm -hmm. and really like yeah
1: well and their first one of their first songs that they got popular for was called hell on heels love it so great yeah
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I can't say I'm much of a country fan, but I, I may know. have to listen to that. Yeah.
1: Though. Yeah. Even just that I got my name changed back. Uh, yeah. I mean, it. just
0: the name of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm in. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. So that's my example of another way that we see strong female friendship is this. You know, Fantastic. Form in a group just because you want to. Releasing more songs that are awesome and there you go.
0: I like too that I think both of our picks and even the ones that we didn't pick, it's all about women being friends but also being creative together. And creating something different, creating something new. Mm -hmm. You know, the whether it was the the movie, whether it was the band, whether it was some of these shows. It I I love watching women do their thing. Yes. And be smart and funny and
1: so great. Never get tired of it. Yeah. Never get tired of it. Never. So maybe on our library shelf, we could have a movie and CD section as well. Fantastic. I wonder if some
0: of the kids will be like, what's that CD? What is that? Oh, yeah. CD was kind of dating myself, huh? That's okay. I don't I was going to go cassette tape.
1: Yeah. Mixtape of Strong
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) We will bring back. God. Mixtapes were fantastic.
0: I still have some of mine from college. Yes, you should. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were... They were of the late '90s, for Did sure. Did you
1: ever do the thing where you waited for a song to come on the radio? God damn it! Yes, and then you had to hit record. <laughs> yes, because we didn't have these iTunes
0: and no. Spotify
1: situations. I spent
0: many an hour listening Wait. for songs on the radio, and I look back and that I'm like, cool. I guess I wasn't doing homework. What yeah. was I doing? What was Just I listening. Doing?
1: Okay, I can remember actually a strong female friendship of someone that I was very good friends with in like middle school that we would spend a lot of time calling the radio station and requesting songs and then being furious when it didn't play right away. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
0: One time I called the radio station and then they played me on the radio and I recorded myself. It was very meta. I recorded myself calling into the radio and hearing my voice. And that was the first time I heard my voice. I'm like, I don't that no. I don't like that. Yeah. 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 Aaron and I have had to get past that.
1: Yeah, we have we have had to get past that. Now real we love hard. the sound of our voice. Love it. It's glorious. Well, I mean, yes, it's a love hate relationship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but we're printing bringing this wonderful thing into the world. Yeah. We have to, you know, get past our own insecurities.
1: Exactly. That yeah. is exactly right. So, oh I think I mean that's a look at some really good besties. If you ask me, yeah, I think that's a wrap for episode four. Ride or die. I don't know why I got so crazy on the die there, but ride or die—that <laughs> intensity it's more again. Well, yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> ride or die. I'm gonna send you my best friend,
1: Lockett. Yeah.
0: You better take it.
1: Yeah, so much aggression. Uh, you can look forward to another great episode dropping next Wednesday and every Wednesday on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts.
0: You bet. And in the meantime, you can head to our website www.broadsandbooks.com to check out all of the recommendations we made in this episode, as well as one bonus pick. Mm-hmm. Each episode, we'll pick one extra pick that's only available on our website.
1: Mm-hmm. You can also check out our Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram to give us feedback and let us know items you might want to hear us talk about in future episodes, or questions you want us to answer. Because that's oh, delightful. Bring it.
0: We love the questions. Love it. Things get revealed.
1: Yes. Peeling back the layers. Oh, so many layers.
0: (laughs) Um, Or if you're the creative type and you have a great idea for a future theme or episode, let us know that too. You can find links to all of the social media accounts that Erin mentioned and our email at broadsandbooks.com.
1: And if you like what you hear and you want to shout it from the streets, you should do that. Yeah, please do that. But then what I need you to do is go write it as a glowing review. Oh, that's
0: right. Shouting from the streets probably won't do much. No, it doesn't
1: translate into ratings. So go write a review. Whether you use iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, wherever you get it, give us a rating. The more ratings we get, the easier it is for others to find us. So be a pal or a bestie and get the word out.
0: And go ahead and go out into the street and... and also screen. do that yeah, yeah. i mean yeah.
1: and if you do that videotape yourself send for it sure. to us because
0: you'll you be liked. our you'll be our best friend yeah after that.
1: you'll be yeah. a ride or die that's mm-hmm. right
0: we are excited to hear from you and excited to be back every week until next time that is it for us happy reading